Welcome to Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone, where America's top cleaning expert shows you the ins and outs of keeping a clean home and a clean business. From expert advice to cutting-edge interviews, Debbie uses her 30 years experience to bring you the insight you need to be cleaning up. And now, here's your host, Debbie Sardone. Welcome back, everybody. This is Debbie Sardone, your host. And today I am going to be visiting in studio with Manu Shahi. She is the owner of Kumon Learning Center in Highland Village, Texas. She's also an author, speaker, and provides consulting for teens and parents everywhere. So welcome, Manu. Thanks so much for being in the studio today. Thank you, Debbie, for having me here today. And before we start, I do want to congratulate you. Social media everywhere is buzzing with the name Debbie. Uh, congratulations on your nomination for the L'Oreal Women of Worth Award. Uh, do you uh, want to share more? Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Now, now I didn't pay you to say that, but no. I'm so glad you brought it up. I'm excited <laughs> to have a friend nominated. Well, you're one of my biggest uh, fans and supporters. I just love your energy and your positivity and your uh, encouraging words on social media. So uh, the L'Oreal Paris, I'm so glad you brought that up, is an incredible honor that um, they select from amongst thousands of women all over the country to be nominated for their Women of Worth Award each year. And I made it to the top 10 honorees, and so automatically my nonprofit, Cleaning for a Reason, will receive $10,000 for the top 10 placement. But then each one of us are in a voting contest to see who will be named the national uh, Women of Worth honoree on November 16th at a gala that we all get to attend in New York City. Awesome. So what that means is a vote for me is a vote for women everywhere who are battling cancer to receive the gift of free house cleaning. So I need some votes, everybody. You have mine, <laughs> Debbie. My mom is a survivor, my best friend. She's fighting it right now. So I'm all for supporting breast cancer. Well, thank you so much. So anybody who is interested, if you're listening to this broadcast, obviously before October 28th, 2016 you can vote every 24 hours so please go to your social media and really the best way to find the link to vote is just go to cleaningforareason.org and that is our nonprofit website and right there on the home page is my picture and a place to click to vote for me and then once you vote please share it on your social media and then set a little phone alarm to remind you to go vote every 24 hours <laughs> so no, thank congratulations you. you deserve it well thank you so much for bringing that up but actually today it's all about you it's not about me but I, that it just is so it's such your it's such your style to be about somebody else instead of about you and you're so gracious but I've been impressed with you, Manu, ever since I met you. And I always felt like we've had an instant connection. I love talking with you. We've done Zumba together. <laughs> I was about to bring that up. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> we we've been sweating and dancing like crazy. And I, I just love your energy. And just hearing your story and the things that you're passionate about, you are truly a woman, a woman of worth. And you, you definitely uh, have so much to give and so much to share. And I'm very curious about your entrepreneurial journey, because I know it's very scary to start a business. And uh, first of all, how long have you been uh, an owner of your Kumon Learning Center? And tell me a little bit about how you got started. 
Sure. Um, that's true. Sweating at Zumba in the morning and getting right to work, go home, to, uh, being uh, a mom and uh, then a businesswoman. It's a lot of things we have to juggle as a woman. So I started my journey, I would say in December, it's going to be 10 years. Wow. So I left my corporate world and stayed home with my daughter. And I stayed with her for seven years. And then it was time to head back to work. But my husband always believed that I had business in my blood. So he goes, you have to try yourself as a business owner, not go back to the corporate America. So I'm like, okay. And at that point, I was very sure that I need to um, do something with kids. That was one thing that was sure. So I wasn't sure if it's going to be art related or education related because I love kids. I feel that's something that you can, you know, we're going to talk more about kids in a little while. But uh, so how did you decide to go into the education business? What propelled that decision? My daughter actually used to do Kumon when she was four. And uh, due to her medical journey, this was one thing that she really benefited from uh, with Kumon because that made her feel good about herself, gave her the confidence of who she was. And uh, so I saw a lot of things in her because of Kumon. She was confident. She was ahead of the game. And she was learning at her own pace, not doing things as per what the school requires. She was four. By the time she was in kindergarten, I remember the principal was like, she's pretty ahead of the game. So I'm like, that's fine. She needs to still learn social skills. So at that point, Kumon came up for me where the Highland Village Center was up for sale. And uh, Kumon contacted me. I was already qualified by Kumon. Um, I'd finished all my exams. And that time I decided to uh, open up a Kumon center. So you have piqued my interest for those of us that are, our kids are grown and we're really not in the education industry at all anymore. Tell us exactly what is Kumon because it sounds like it's something you truly believe in. But most of us probably don't know what it is. Explain Kumon. Sure. Kumon actually is a Japanese uh, program of math and reading, uh, teaching kids to become self-learners and independent. We don't go by the kids' age or grade for math and reading. We go by their potential. So if the kid has a potential to do more, we don't stop them from playing piano or doing swimming or playing soccer, similarly for math and reading. But the idea behind the program is that each and every child has a potential. It is my job as an instructor to see the child's potential and coach them and guide them so that they can become independent learners. Uh, I have a first grader who is actually doing algebra with me right now. Then I have majority of the kids do come to Kumon with, uh, as remedial kids, but over time, our goal is to have them catch up to the grade level and then have them be ahead of the grade level. But being ahead is something that is important, but enjoying the education journey is something that is very, very important to me and my staff at the Kumon Center, that they should learn and they have, should have fun and feel good about themselves. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that we are supposed to help kids enjoy the educational journey because I remember growing up when I was in school, elementary school and junior high school and high school, I really hated school. I didn't enjoy it. I did not enjoy the process and the pressures and the, the mundane aspects of it. And I think uh, I was a low expectation student and I, I never enjoyed it. So how do you make education enjoyable in a world where kids feel like, oh, I hate to go to school. How do you how do you change that? Majority of the kids, Debbie, they do come to Kumon with that attitude, oh no, tutoring. But Kumon is not tutoring. It is coaching because we go according to what the child needs. So the kid the reason the kids 
are not performing the way they are because the work is not at the right level for them. So Kumon, we do a free placement test for the kids and we want to make sure that they start at the right level. We want to make sure they have good foundation. Once the foundation is really good, we move on to making them independent learners. Once they have caught up to the grade level, then we move them forward to making sure they are advanced learning ahead of the grade level. So there are three different stages of Kumon child that we want to make sure, but to have them ha- making sure they are having fun is important for me. So I tell my kids to go ahead and set up their own goals. All kids are motivated. but they are just not motivated to what we want them to do as parents. So we have to be open to learning what they want to teach us. So as a teacher, as an educator, I am learning from them. They are not learning from me. Each and every child is an individual. We need to see who they are, what is their why, if they're hating school, what's the reason behind it. Once they tell us, they we break that little ice saying, "Oh, okay, this she's not that bad. My staff is totally my into this with my as a team." And we start seeing the kid for who that particular child is. Not that he's a third grader, there's a star test coming up or is, you know, seventh grader, they have to take AP exams. Now, let's see who the child is and let the child show them their potential and let them feel good about themselves. I think that is so profound what you just said because so many times we create a cookie cutter version of what school should look like in the first grade or the 5th grade or the 7th grade and the 12th grade and we hold back some people's potential and we squash other people's potential and we never even tap into others. So putting them in our box of expectations instead of pulling out and I love the way you said you coach them. You're not really tutoring them. You're coaching them, which is what life is about. It's people standing on the sidelines really coaching that person into pulling out the excellence that's somewhere hidden within. And Debbie, if you think about it, who's to blame here? it's not the kids it's someone else that we have to point fingers at who is basically making sure that they have high expectations from the kid so that is something that i would like to you you know get get with you a little more about how do we connect the people who are expect expecting that from the kids and how the kids can actually connect with them and be open and free to express this is what i want this is what i really want to do You know, I know uh shifting gears a little bit that starting your own business or buying an existing business can be kind of scary and I'm sure there were some challenges early on and right before we go into our break I'd love for you to just talk just a little bit about some of the challenges you faced when you first started your business. Buying an existing business and winning the confidence of the existing customers was my biggest challenge like who is she who's she to take care of our kids where there's some someone else and that is one of the challenges that i thoroughly enjoyed how to gain the confidence of the current customers and attract more was something that i enjoyed and i think i feel i succeeded because i did become an elite kumon instructor within one year of being certified by them Well that is absolutely phenomenal so I can't wait to continue this discussion right after the break. We will be right back with Manu Shahi, the owner of Kumon Learning Center in Highland Village. It was early morning yesterday. I was up before the dawn. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and, and really on the web at debbysardone.com. But I must be moving on. 
Who says green can't be clean? Here's a tip that many professional home cleaning services already know. You can power through the grime in less time with our 100% naturally safe speed cleaning products. Don't waste your time with the products that don't work. Our non-toxic cleaners are safe around pets and people, yet tough on dirt. If you want to clean your home in half the time, visit speedcleaning.com and sign up for our speed cleaning tip of the week. In small towns and big cities around the world, Habitat for Humanity volunteers gather. Hammers are raised, bricks are laid, and another family finds shelter in a home they help build. Habitat volunteers are changing lives for the better, and in the process, maybe even their own as well. Support the work in your community or wherever your heart leads you. Volunteer, get involved, and help build it. Visit us at Habitat. The number one source for premium talk radio. You're listening to Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone on the Real News Communications Network. Welcome back, everybody. We've been talking today with Manu Shahi, the owner of Kumon Learning Center in Highland Village. I've really enjoyed this discussion so far, and I can tell you have a passion for teenagers, children, and families. But I want to talk a little bit more about the business challenges, because even though you have a passion for what you do, you still have a business to run. And as a new business owner, I know you faced some more challenges. I know in the first segment you mentioned just gaining the confidence of the parents. But what other challenges did you face as you started to grow your business? Debbie, the challenges, it's kind of interesting. You're going to laugh at this one. My competition for Kuman is not uh, another learning center, but it is soccer and dance and other activities. I totally believe in a whole child, that every child should have different skill sets to see who, what they are good at. But when parents walk into Kuman, they say, okay, I need help. We're going to stop all of other activities and we're just going to go ahead and do Kumon and math and reading. Their grades are falling. We work so hard to bring it, bring a C all the way up to B plus. And the kid is right there to get an A or start feeling good about themselves, start achieving what my goal as an educator, as a trainer was, my dream was for that child. And suddenly they cannot make it anymore. They drop out of the program because soccer or there is something or the other comes in so i personally believe as an individual i teach that to my own daughter time management is such an important thing for these kids i always tell them i'm like you just have 24 hours in a day when you're at age seven you'll have 24 hours in a day when you're 17 37 or 47 and more so so let's talk about time management because uh-huh. I know you're one of those busy ladies. I watch you on social media as well and you are into everything and we're going to talk a little bit after uh, one of the, in the next segment about the other things that you're doing but give us some advice for that small business owner that is struggling to manage their time. How do you manage your time when you're as busy as you are? Debbie when I came to this country 23 years back uh, I got married and I came here. It was very interesting and I read about this recently and it brought back uh, memories for me. Stress management and time management are two big things over here. Everybody's talking about I need to manage my time. I need to, I'm stressed out. And I grew up in a family where you manage money, you manage uh, families, you, 
But stress and time is not to be managed. You need to just deal with it. So time cannot be managed. It's going to keep moving forward. So stress is a part of our life. We just need to learn how to deal with it. So we make such a big deal about stress and time management. And there are things that it's just sometimes to me, at least it's common sense. Go ahead and multiply your time. What that means is there are some things, go ahead and make it automated. Bill payment, go ahead and make it automated so that you don't have to go ahead and pay bills all the time. Today, technology is your friend. I There was a time that everybody's like technology, technology, but it is there to help you out. It's not going to go away unless it's a Samsung 7. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, jokes apart, this is what we need to learn and we need to teach that to our kids. If we are all the time struggling, Managing time as mom and saying that again and again to in front of her kids, I cannot manage this. I have groceries to do and you throw unhealthy snacks in the back of your van and feeding that to the kids. They're going to learn that stress and miss time management stuff throughout their life. So we as women, as parents, are role models for our kids for time management. So for me, my health is the number one priority. So going to the gym early in the morning, no matter what the situation in the house, in life is, I have to go hit the gym. And you've seen, we've been yeah. working out together in yeah. the past. So, um, and that I learned from my father. He had a stroke a couple of years back and he said to me when he was in, um, in the hospital saying, take care of your health, rest, everything will follow in the right direction. You know, th those things that you're saying are just so profound because so often we're all focused on managing our stress, like you said, or managing our time. And the reality is we just need to put some practical things in place. And like you said, deal with it. Life is stressful. It's not going away, but learn how to deal with it. That's true. And time, you know, I'm a big believer of five by, se uh, five by 11 rule. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Do the top five things you have to do by 11 o'clock. Oh, I like that. So at least you are done. And I, on the other side, I have tried all technical stuff, but I am just a plain notebook person. I will write down early in the morning everything I need to do. Um, I prioritize it, number one, number two, number three, and do the top five things. So by 11 o'clock, I feel good that so I have So I love what you just said, because most of us start with a list of 25 things. Then we're frustrated at the end of the day that we didn't manage our time. So if we start with the 511 concept, we write five things that absolutely must be done by 11 p.m. tonight. Hey, if we want to add another 20 things and we happen to be very productive, fine. But the top five things have to get done. I think that's very good. And just feels good. you know. That, and after that, have a nice lunch break and then get on with the other stuff you have to. If it's not done, then move it on to the next day. I always have in my calendar the month of October, for instance, all the things I have to achieve by in this month and important dates so that if it comes up, I know, oh, for example, for today, I knew I'm going to be here. So I manage my time accordingly, that I know I have to be there. Unexpected things happen in life. Don't stress about it. This is life, guys. Live it. Enjoy it. That's the whole thing about life. If you're going to stress out, you will pass on those ripple effect to your family, to your spouse, to your kids and friends. And nobody wants to be around a negative person anyway. And it makes us irritable. It, it You know, we're uptight. We don't sleep well when we're stressed out. And and so I, I do like the idea of starting your day, setting goals or priorities, really mm -hmm. setting priorities for your day. Because if you don't, someone else will set your day's priorities for you with their emergencies. I can't believe you just said that. I tell all my girls at my Kumon Center, speak up. 
otherwise someone else will speak for you one day set your goals otherwise someone else will set your goals so i you know i love kids but when it comes to girls i'm very very particular making sure step up girls because you don't want to have someone else making decisions for you us girls got to stick together we just <laughs> we just have that connection don't we yes we do and i think i w- that's one reason why i just love being with you i love being with women especially powerful productive women but who have a passion for others which is what you have and i i just adore that about you <laughs> So here we go. The love fest is going on right here in the studio. And uh, for those of you that tuned in a little bit late, we're talking with Manu Shahi, and she owns the Kumon Learning Center in Highland Village. So besides being an educator and having a passion for children, she's a business owner. So I'm sure you have to do marketing from time to time. I'm sure referrals and word of mouth is, is one way you get the word out. But what other forms of marketing do you do to help grow your business? Or what would you say has been the best marketing for your business? Um, Debbie, last week we had a couple of Kumon instructors from all over the country visiting Dallas, and they all wanted to see my center to see what is it that my center has. And before that, I had Kumon head office visit. They all came back and said one thing to me. It's the energy at the center, the positive energy that my staff, my kids, and myself, we all have is the biggest marketing tool. And that energy just goes out. When the kids leave the facility, they're happy. They have all that energy. So they keep passing it on to the other people. So for me, I've tried everything. I've tried uh, where I have gone to schools and advertised in the local newspapers and magazines. But I've come to the conclusion that Kumon is like yoga. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> so when mm-hmm. there is a need, when the report card comes home or the parents are saying, okay, my child is smart, but the school is not challenging enough for them. So let me look into a program. Kumon is the answer. My child is struggling. The, the confidence is really low. Kumon is the answer. And most of them are through soccer fields, again, or through piano lessons, or friends, neighbors, or they have heard about Kumon through a friend in California or New York saying, my child was struggling and Kumon really helped. So if you, you know, Google after-school tutoring service, Kumon is the number one for so many years that we have been the number one after-school program to help kids with math and reading. Uh, I do have, I do advertise on social media a lot. When I say advertise, if you go on my Facebook page of Kumon of Hallen Village, a Facebook page, we are very, very active. We post things about kids, their success stories, all the energy that's going on inside, the prizes, the movie nights. And that's what parents have been coming and telling me. I have one parent who comes from Bedford all the way to Highland Village. I'm like, why are you coming all the way from Bedford? He goes, because you have been the best tutoring center in Denton County for four years in a row. And we see your social media, you have so much positive energy f- that you pass on to the kids, and that's why we come to your center. I have one parent who come from Gainesville. Wow. So that's a drive, that's a dedication towards the child's education. So my job is to make sure I'm you know, ma- meeting their expectation, but it's mainly word of mouth and Facebook. Well, you know, when it comes to our children, we'll do anything to help them to succeed. And when you believe and when you know you have found a center that will help your child, you'll drive across town to go to that center who will help them succeed versus maybe saving yourself 10 bucks in gas, you know, every month uh, to to drive 
a mile from your house if they don't have the potential to help your child. Yes, and I'm one of those instructors when I don't see the parents, I will call them. I'm like, I'm not a daycare, you know that, right? It's a partnership between you, me, and the child. So we want to make sure I get to see you. I need to have a conference with you to see how your child is doing at home with the Kumon program so that we continue on the same journey. That's very important. Accountability. This is teamwork for parents and the learning center and the child. Yes, definitely. Well, that is really exciting. After the break, we're going to come back and I get to help you through my consulting business solve one of your business dilemmas during our lightning round segment. Sounds good. If you're enjoying this episode of Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone, give us a rating on iTunes today. Everyone hates a dirty house, but who wants to spend Saturdays cleaning? There's the vacuuming, the dusting, the mopping floors, scrubbing the toilets, cleaning the showers, and who even has the time to clean the ceiling fans or wash the baseboards? And if the kids have a game, well, there goes the weekend. That's why I use Buckets and Bows Maid Service. I love my busy life and my clean home. Grandma, read me a story, please. It breaks my heart to tell my granddaughter no, but I had to give up books last year because of age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. It's a blinding disease that stole my vision and independence. I wish I had seen my eye doctor sooner because early detection is key to saving your sight. I urge you to call the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on preventing and managing AMD. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. You're listening to Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone on the Real News Communications Network. Welcome back, everybody. This is Debbie Sardone, and we are in the lightning round segment where I get to help solve a business challenge or dilemma with my radio guest. And today's guest is Manu Shahi. She's the owner of the Kumon Learning Center in Highland Village. And Manu, I know as a new business owner, you have many goals and many aspirations. Um, And we kind of talked about this during the break. Share with me and our audience what your business challenge or dilemma is and what I could help you with today. Debbie, I love the fact, even though I've been a Kumon owner for 10 years, you call me new because that, again, is with my philosophy because I'm still learning. I am not done with learning and I'm open to learning all the time from a three-year-old all the way from parents. So here's my question for you. Kumon, my Kumon Center specifically, it is not a tutoring center. It is a learning center where I want to make sure all my kids are confident, self-learners, and they get the life skills how to teach themselves without needing a teacher or a tutor. So I want to go ahead and spread the message out there to the community. So how do I take this message and not sound specifically for Kumon, but this message that kids need to be more independent? Uh, What would you suggest that I should? So kind of establishing yourself independent from your learning center as the expert resource that people can go to where families, parents and teens can go to for help and advice, uh, really independent of a center specifically in terms of training and coaching and helping. Is that kind of where you're going with that question? Kumon being a franchise, I would love, obviously, the skill sets they learn is with Kumon because they have to do Kumon independently. They have to approach the worksheets independently. So, but 
people think Kumon is it's a tutoring center. My kid does not need tutoring right now. They don't realize we are teaching them life skills. So I want to go ahead and spread this message that your child needs to be connected with you as a parent. So where should I go and how should I approach uh, different areas, different uh, places so that this message is taken first independently and then it's through Kumon? I, and I think you're you're on the right track with that line of thinking that in your business, there are different aspects of your business. One is to help the, the struggling child, but the other is to help them for their life. And you don't have mm-hmm. to be in trouble. Um, you know, educationally, you don't have to be challenged. Yes. You need these skills. And I think probably uh, uh, some of the best steps for people like yourself, because you said you do, you know, coaching and uh consulting with families is to make yourself available offer to speak I mean I've done many many free speaking engagements offer to speak to groups uh, teens or parents or or mommy groups at churches and organizations and create those workshops and seminars that will provide for them some skills that they will understand this is completely outside of a tutoring environment. You don't have to have challenges in the education system to still need these skills to connect with your child, to um, connect relationally with them as they go to their different phases in life. Mm -hmm. There is such a need in the world, I believe, for someone to work alongside parents and coach them. And like you said, they tend to gravitate to a learning center because there's a problem and they want to solve that problem. Once the problem is solved, they think they're done. And I think if you could make yourself available, obviously through writing a book, through writing a blog that has nothing to do with a learning center, but a Mm -hmm. a blog about connecting with parents and helping to coach them along their journey of parroting because it's it's a lonely journey and parents don't want to talk about the struggles they're having with their teen maybe with their friends or their family because they might be judged but they might talk with someone who they clearly can tell either through writing through your books through your blogs or some free speaking engagements that you will book yourself for to get in front of audiences and help them see there's more to working with your children and bringing them up than just solving problems like the challenges of schoolwork. There's more to it. So getting on radio programs, making sure, maybe creating your own podcast for parents, maybe jumping out there, and you're (laughs) going to think this one's funny, but maybe jumping out there on Periscope, which is live broadcasting or Facebook live feeds. And giving those tips every day for parents, it has nothing to do with improving their grade point average, but life yes. skills. Yes. Um, and it's interesting because when you kept saying connecting, uh, my next book that I am actually in the process of writing, it's called Connecting, Not Correcting the Dots. I love that. Connecting, Not Correcting. That's really good. Tell us about the book then. So I, this is my second book. Uh, the first one uh, came out uh, earlier this year. But the second one, I just realized 10 years as an educator, there is a wealth of information inside where I want to go ahead and share it with the parents. It's like, I don't want to call it like the dummies book of a parenting because I don't think every nobody is in this world with the instruction manual how to be a good or bad parent. There's no such thing as good or bad parent. But the fact is, if we have, I want to ex- send the message from a child's point of view. 
that mom this is how i feel when you talk to me loud dad this is how i feel when you come back from work and you have your loud voice so that's the message i want to give to the parents in the next book that i'm writing but i uh, thank you so much those are great suggestions blogging is something i have my website manushahi.com i it's on my to do list not 5 by 11 list that i have to start blogging my website i created it myself so check it out excellent so um that's something i will definitely follow i promise you debbie by the end of this year you will see me blogging <laughs> Absolutely. You know, blogging is a great way to make sure your audience finds you because that's the problem. Right now, the people that are finding you are in trouble with a very specific need. They have a mm -hmm. child that's challenged at school. But your, your goal is to have people find you who really need help just working side by side with that parent and coaching that family. That is true because one thing I have realized having a teenager myself at home and other kids I've seen If you connect with your child in the middle school years, then the teenage journey is very easy because you have a connection and they listen to you. But if you are not connected with your child during the middle school years and you're pushing and demanding and all that stuff, and again, it goes back to elementary school years. Uh, but at the same time, if you want the teen years to be easy, make sure you have a connection with your child during middle school. You know, many years ago when I was raising my kids at home, I heard a statement that was very profound and it really had an impact on me. And I think it was uh, uh, The Purpose Driven Life. It was in that book. And what he said was rules without relationships is what destroys the parental impact. Y you can have rules and you can even be strict, but if you don't have a relationship with your children, then mm -hmm. those rules... you they'll fight and they'll rebel and you've got to connect with them on an emotional and a personal level before they will embrace and respect your rules and i'm pretty sure there'll be there are moms and dads out there who are going to say yes we take our kids to all classes to a piano class and a soccer and a karate that's not connecting with your child that's being taking them from one class to the other that's while you're keeping on them busy busy and checking your phones while they're in the class not watching them uh, how they're performing so that is one of the misconceptions i'm short on time i don't have time to do that i would rather have a, my kid in one class and connect with my child versus have them in four different classes and be dead tired when you come home and say i don't have time because now i want to rest you raise a good point and we're all guilty of this from time to time that we mistake activities mm -hmm. for quality time and like you said you're really not connecting when someone is out there playing sports with other people you're not connecting when they're sitting with a piano teacher even though that's a good thing to do you're connecting when you're face to face there's no phone anywhere inside or in your hands and you're actually having a heart to heart talk Yes and even if it's phones I know teenage years and middle school they don't want to get away with the phone you can play games with each other as a family member on your phone it's yes. there's a word game you go ahead and do that stuff there's so much you can do even with technology with your friend family that you all are connected you know goof around with Siri if you have to but that's laughing as long as you have 10 minutes of laughter as a family that's what i call that you have achieved something at the end of the day it's significant to me i think it's very significant i i think about my own mother back obviously we didn't have the the competition of technology back when i was a kid growing up in the 70s but my mother was amazing at building relationships and connecting with us individually uh in our family there's there's three of us my brother and my sister and myself 
And I can think of many, many times where my mom and I would sit up late into the wee hours of the morning having girl talk. Mm -hmm. And that's what we used to call it. And we have uh, a a particular food that we used to eat whenever we had it as kind of our food that we would share. And it was chocolate eclairs. And we would set up till 2 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) You know, I could remember doing this at age 11, 13, 16. And we would just talk about boys and challenges at school and And it's really interesting when I see you talking about this, your face is lighting up. (laughs) Talking about my mom. I love her. And that's the memory that every single child should have. I'll share this with you. My father, every day, even today, on Sunday morning, gets up at four in the morning in India and writes me a letter and mails it in the regular mail. And I get it every week. And it's a handwritten letter for my father. That's incredible. Even in today's where you can email, you can message and all that stuff. So the message that we give to our kids before they leave is so important. And it all goes back to elementary school years. Connect with your child. That is the message that we need to give to everybody out there. Well, that is just so incredible. Such great advice. I want to hear a little bit more when we come back after the break. We've been listening to Manu Shahi, the owner of Kumon Learning Center of Highland Village. Don't go away, everybody. Everybody needs this. We'll be right back. Yesterday, I was up before the dawn. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and, and really on the web at debbysardone.com. Do you worry about how much someone else drinks? Do you feel that if the drinker cared about you, he or she would stop drinking? It's not easy dealing with a loved one who drinks too much. Al-Anon family groups are for anyone affected by someone else's drinking. Before you can help the problem drinker, you need to help yourself first. For a meeting near you, call 1-888-4-AL-ANON, 1-888-4-ALANON. 425-2666, a message from Elanon Family Groups. Hi, I'm Debbie Sardone, founder of Cleaning for a Reason. Our mission is to give the gift of free house cleaning for women undergoing treatment for any type of cancer. Our goal is to let these brave and strong women focus on their health while we focus on and take the worry out of cleaning their homes completely free of charge. To learn more on how you can help provide the gift of a clean home to a woman battling cancer, visit cleaningforareason.org. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. You're listening to Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone on the Real News Communications Network. Welcome back, everybody. This is Debbie Sardone, your host, and we have just been having an energizing conversation with Manu Shahi of the Kumon Learning Center in Highland Village. And I know they do math and reading and work very closely with children and their parents. And we've just been, I feel like, holding a very important discussion. It's not just about business, but what good is a successful business if our home life is not successful? And I think that's what you're doing is you're using your business to help uh, parents succeed and children succeed. And boy, when our kids succeed, our whole life seems better. So I think what you're doing is so important. It's so needed out there. Uh, Tell us what else is out there for Manu, because (laughs) you are just this powerhouse of energy. And I know beyond the Learning Center, you have all these big ideas. What else? What's next? What's going on in your life with, with what you do? Debbie, when I became the Ziegler Certified Speaker, 
At that time, one time Tom Ziegler, Zig Ziegler's son, asked the difference between being successful and being significant. Anybody can be successful, in my eyes. You can be successful. For me to be significant at the end of my journey would be if I can sit down and see how many people did I touch in my journey and they were with me throughout my journey and they're sitting with me, thanking me for what I did. So in order for me to do that, I have to think beyond what I'm doing right now. Long time back, I read a quote, if you don't get out of your shell, you'll always stay a nut. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> I so like I, that. I had to get out of my comfort zone to start exploring things that I need to help others and figure it out how I can. Uh, for me, it has to be under. Um, I love kids and I have to help kids. That has been my goal, my mission throughout. So what I feel is for parents right now, they have to have an open mind. If they see that their child is an all-A student and is an honor roll and doing really good in school, they don't need math and reading tutoring. The question at that point is, are they ahead enough to have the attitude of gratitude and go ahead and help other kids and tutor other kids out there in school? That's what what a concept. You mean instead of taunting other kids and picking mm-hmm. on other kids, use what they've learned to help other kids. What yeah. a concept. And that <laughs> is what I have seen. Like 74% of my Kuman kids are do are working one year to four years ahead of grade level. So what that means is by the time they are in seventh grade, they are done with algebra one and two. So they go enter high school. They have a running start in high school. So high school, you enter high school, you have those hormones, you have the peer pressure, it's high school, oh my gosh, everything is you know at standstill at that point. But these kids have no problem taking, they have become self-learners, they are independent, they don't need a tutor, they can actually learn on their own, go to the teacher and say, I know Algebra 1, I know Algebra 2, can I go to the tutoring lab and help other kids? That is an attitude of gratitude that I would love to see all across the community that these kids are helping others to become better. Go to middle school, go to elementary school and help other kids. And there are so many uh, so many places out there these kids can go and help. That's one aspect. What a valuable use of their time. Yes. If they're not doing that, they're probably sitting and watching TV or playing on their iPhone. This is a valuable use of time. And those of us who teach have also discovered that when you teach, you actually get better at yes. what you teach. You exactly. get even better at what you know. That is so true. And that is something they master it in a different way. Plus, yes, they are using their time in a very productive way. Plus, if they're playing sports, I would love my kids to be well-rounded. They're playing sports. They don't have any trouble. They like, oh, I don't have to worry about my algebra test tomorrow because I've already covered it at Kumon. And that way I can, I don't have to stress out and mom's not going to stress out. It's going to be a calm dinner time conversation. So that's important. So tell me a little bit about your workshops for teens, because I know that you have some of that that you're working on. Yes, I had a couple of workshops uh, in during just as soon as school was over on self-image. I had one on relationship building. I had another one on bullying. So I do workshops specifically for teenagers because I believe parents can read as many books as they want to. But if the teen is not listening and trust me, teenagers don't want to listen to another lecture from another speaker. So my workshops are very hands on. It's a 90 minute workshop where they do activities and they realize it just like the Kumon method. It's self-realization saying, oh, okay, this is what my impression is about myself. But my peer thinks about me in a different way. So they start feeling good about themselves. 
So self-image workshop was really successful. I had uh, 20 high school seniors from Flamont High who attended the workshop. They loved it. They did not realize that I have been with this friend of mine since elementary school year, never realized that he has self-image issues. So the bullying one was an eye-opener even for me, that the kind of bullying that happens in our schools. So those are the workshops I have for teens. But I cannot just have it with teens. So I just had my first workshop with parents where I invited a couple of parents and it's about connecting, not correcting the dots. And uh, we talked about different types of parenting we were parented as and we are implementing the same thing to our kids. So how to change the paradigm and be more peaceful as a parent, not have a checklist of things that I have to do with my child and do it because I said so. So let's go ahead and connect with my child and see what their need is. And the one person who really benefited from the workshop, Debbie, was my husband. Oh, wow. That's incredible. He changed completely. It was really amazing. And, you know, it's like practice what you preach thing. And it has worked great in our family. I won't say our family is perfect, but at least we know that we all are working towards um, something that we would want our daughter when she leaves uh, for college, that she has happy memories and happy moments with mom and dad. Life skills, parenting skills, those are so needed. and, And parents do need help. And, you know, the principle that you raised about Uh, connect rather than criticize, that translates to business. I have business owners ask me all the time, so how do I, you know, what what type of discipline action do I need to take against employees? Or, or, uh, you know, how do I correct employees? And I'm continually saying you've got to find a way to inspire employees to Mm -hmm. change. Obviously, in a business, you have to have some rules and ramifications, but you're best results come from inspiring people to change versus requiring them to change. It's so important. I agree with you. I do a series. I'm actually going to Austin to a conference where I'm invited as a speaker to do Live to Win series by the Zigglers. I feel that if we as parents, as business owners, show a complete balanced life, And that's the message we keep. That's what we all want in the end of our journey is balanced life. We would take care of ourselves physically, spiritually, mentally, and all different uh, spheres of life. That message is the, for me, the profound message to give to our kids that they should have a balanced life also moving forward in life. And balance is one of those things that seems elusive. And I know families feel frustrated continually that there is no balance and that things tend to spin out of control. So that kind of leads me to my next question, especially for people that are listening and they think, well, we don't have any major challenges. We don't have any severe problems in our family. How do you spot uh, maybe a potential problem before it's too late as a parent. What what do you look for before it's too late? It's very interesting because I see that all the time at my center with the kids that uh, parents will not convey any message to me and I see the performance of the child dropping and I figured out something is going wrong at home. And uh, the first, what personally I would feel is, and I believe in is, disagreement between spouses on how to raise a child. As soon as they see a tiny gap between mom and dad on how to raise and the volume becomes from loud to louder on things, kids take advantage of that situation. So a message to all the parents out there would be, if you have to have disagreements, disagree with respect 
and go ahead and have the conversation in the room. Um, I remember a McKamey principal, uh, Mr. Peter Taggart, once told me, um, he told his son long time back, I don't care how you talk to your mom, but no one talks disrespectfully to my wife. That was such a profound message to give to the kids that my wife is really, really important and so is my husband. And from that point forward, yes, you don't have to agree on everything. So that is the first sign I see. Grades dropping. Teenage years are not going to be easy. And I, as I said, connect. Don't make it like make life a nonstop things to do, like a to-do list that I have to achieve all these things. Sit down and have a f- downtime with the family. And one thing, Debbie, I will say is family that eats together, prays together, and cleans together <laughs> is super important. <laughs> that is so true. We have a really fun story that we don't have time to talk about today about cleaning. Uh-huh. But I'm so glad I was able to inspire you in that area. Before we run out of time, I do want to ask you about something that I know is very close to your heart. And that is your foundation that you're involved with. And I just wanted to hear a little bit about that before we wrap it up. Sure. I have actually been involved with Make-A-Wish Foundation for the last 14 years because my daughter's wish was granted by Make-A-Wish. And since then, I've been working as a wish granter, a wish ambassador. And for the last four years, I've been the wish volunteer chair for the big event every night. And uh, my daughter and myself, we are totally involved. In fact, uh, she has raised $98,000 till date for by doing her artwork for the foundation. So if anyone is ever interested to volunteer for that organization, we grant wishes to kids with life-threatening medical conditions. And uh, I believe, you know, if it's any type of cancer, any type of life-threatening medical condition, you and I both have the same passion. Uh, we need people to help. We need people to stand up and help as, as individuals, as families. That's extremely important to help organizations like Breast Cancer or Make-A-Wish. Well, you truly are an example of not only a woman who is successful, but also a woman who is significant in life. Thank you so much, Manu Shahi, for being on the show today with uh, Cleaning Up with Debbie Sardone and the owner of Kumon Learning Center of Highland Village. Thank you so much for all your words of wisdom and help to families everywhere. My pleasure, Debbie. Thank you.